party people! Welcome once again to the Party of One podcast, where the gaming table is always set for two. I am your host as always, Jeff Stormer. This week I am joined by Dustin from the New Games Plus podcast for a game of Scarlet Heroes by Kevin Crawford. New Games Plus is a video game review podcast focused on revisiting the classics from years and years ago and deciding if there's still games that we would recommend 15 plus years later. Every week, they select a video game at random, ranging from the very popular, like Final Fantasy VII or Spyro the Dragon, to the very obscure, like Defenders of Oasis and Cobra Triangle, and they talk about it, they see if it still holds up, how the mechanics have aged, and if it's still a game that you would play 15 years later. I was on a recent episode, and we talked about Marvel vs. Capcom 2, which is maybe one of my favorite games of all time, Uh, and by the way, it does hold up, it's still real, real good. Uh, you should check that out. It's at soundcloud.com slash ngppodcast. Before we dive in, though, a special thank you to Randy Lubin, our newest backer on Patreon. Randy, thank you so much for your support. It really means a lot to me. Uh, you can find the Patreon at patreon.com slash partyofonepodcast. Backers get access to cool bonus material, interviews, and many podcasts. And Patreon dollars help support equipment fees, hosting costs, uh, convention appearances, and more. All that can be found at patreon.com slash partyofonepodcast. Oh, hey, speaking of convention appearances, Gen Con's next week. <laughs> oh, God, Gen Con's next week. Kidding. Uh, so I will be at Gen Con next weekend from Thursday to Sunday. Um, I will have buttons, Party of One and Silhouette Zero buttons. I'm going to be repping a lot of two-player podcast love. Uh, if you see me, give me a shout, give me a tweet. We'll stop by, we'll grab a coffee, I'll give you some buttons. It's going to be a lot of fun. I really hope to see you there. And on that note... Let's throw it over to me in the past so he can get started with the show. Take it past me. Thanks, future me. This week, I am sitting down with Dustin from New Game Plus. Dustin, thanks for coming on Party of One. I am excited and incredibly nervous to be here. Thank you for having me on the show. Uh, I think it's going to be great. So, uh, at the top of the show, why don't you tell everyone what New Game Plus is? Sure. Uh, So, I host a retro gaming podcast called New Game Plus, where I and two friends play a different old video game each and every week, and then we get together to talk about our experiences. Sometimes we absolutely hate the game, like maybe Primal Rage and Mario Teaches Typing, and sometimes we thoroughly enjoy the game, as we did with the game that you brought us just this last week. Yes, it was Marvel vs. Capcom 2, New Age of Heroes. That game rules. And, and it's got Dan. It's got Dan Hibiki, and so you can't go wrong. Like, any <laughs> game with Dan Hibiki is going to be on my favorites list <laughs> as a point of course. So, no, I really enjoy New Game Plus. I've been listening to it. I've been really, I've, I've found it to be a lot of fun. I think, uh, I appreciate the structure that you put into it. Yeah. I think it's it makes it a lot more detailed than just do we like it or not. Right, right. <laughs> Well, we absolutely ha- loved having you on the show. You're an incredible guest, and uh, I'm super excited to come and represent the guys in, in the podcast over here and hope to do it justice. Uh, I think it's going to be a super, super fun game. We are playing Scarlet Heroes this week. It is a game that we've played before on the show. It is a game that I love very much. It is uh, Dungeons and Dragons for a single epic player character. So why don't you go ahead and give us your character's backstory this week. Introduce us to our hero. Absolutely. So I will be playing Ark. Ark is a young cleric in his early 20s. He uh, he grew up in a very devout religious family, which uh, for, his, for his situation set him at odds with most relatives and friends just because he went a little bit overboard, a little he just went deep into his religion. And uh, when he was of age, Ark left home and just began traveling the world, uh, seeking to care for the widow and the orphan to protect and provide aid to the destitute and the broken, uh, whether it was human or half or shoe it didn't matter to him it doesn't matter to him he uh, he works to to reach all of them Ark is generally kind he's morally upright he's slow to anger but if he is pushed past his limit or provoked to the point of feeling threatened Ark will not hesitate to smite the enemy of his gods with his holy blade and uh, so he is really just a token of the uh, of his church of his religion the the church of the guardian of light and uh, he works to to rescue and provide aid and help for the people of all lands that's good stuff that is good stuff i'm very excited for this game this is gonna be fun um so our story begins in the uh as 
you arrive by horse in the dead of night. You've been traveling for days. You are tired, thirsty, exhausted. Your clothes are sticky and they like they sting as they like pull off of you. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. You're you're racing. You finally have arrived back in town, the town of Melodica. Melodica is a small picturesque community, sort of out of the way. A few, you know, it's along one of these large trade roads, so it's on a paved road. But it's a little bit out of the way. It's not really known for much of anything. Like, you probably, looking at a map, wouldn't even really know it was there. It's one of those kinds of just, like, popped-up-on-the-road towns. But you've heard good things. You know that there's a Church of the Guardian of Light here. Like, it's a decent town. You know, you know, it's a, it's a, a welcome respite for you. You know, it's it's a safe it's a safe haven for you, right? Yeah. It's somewhere, somewhere you can, somewhere you can relax for a few days. You come upon it, and it's the dawn is just starting to break on the other side of the horizon. You arrive, and from what you've heard, this is like a welcoming, you know, very like friendly community. Think uh, the town at the start of Beauty and the Beast, where <laughs> Good it's reference. like, yes. yeah, bread makers are popping out and offering people baguettes and things. Well, sure. At least, that's what you thought. Oh, no. You arrive, and it's sort of barren and empty. A few of the houses have been boarded up. It's just sort of a a weirdly sort of ghost town of a scene. There's a few people walking around. They're kind of clutching their cloaks a little bit too closely to their chest and, like, shuffling along. And everything just seems a little bit dismal. There's, like, dust floating in the air. There's this slight stench of, like, there's just this, like, off sort of sour odor in the air. You're along this main road. There's buildings on both sides. You can see, like, the town. You can see the town inn and the town saloon a little few, like, a few buildings up. There's a few people wandering around. You see the church, and it looks fine. A little bit, like, darker than normal. You know what I mean? Like, the lights aren't shining a bit as quite as bright. And, um... To the, I guess, northwest, you you know that there's, like, a, a, a river. There's a dock where packages come and go. What do you do? Well... Town is not as I expected it, so uh, surely there will be people gathered at the local saloon, and I mean that's that's where everybody goes for their information, right? So, mm-hmm. so I think that's first where Ark is going to to find himself, so that he can try to get a grasp, a handle of what in the world is going on here. You walk into the saloon. Uh, you walk along. The first thing you notice is a few of these people, a few of the like people walking from building to building. One of them looks at you for like half a second, kind of looks you over, and at first seems very like com- you know looks at you, looks almost um, almost gives you like a a, a commiserative shrug, like yeah right, <laughs> but then kind of like looks you over again. Maybe sees, like, the cut of some of your clothing in just the right light and then, like, stiffens up a little bit and shuffles off a little faster. Right. You get to the saloon and there is a scene unfolding. Um, there are three strapping young men. Real, real, real rough-and-tumble types. Uh, looks like they are threatening the bartender a little bit looks like they are like obviously we don't have you know you hear one of them say as you walk in obviously we don't have the money to pay like come on you've been around here recently just give us a drink let us wallow a little bit and they start like you know banding on the bar a little bit don't 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 yeah sirs uh please please uh leave leave this this bartender alone he's he surely hasn't done anything but 
but giving you L and giving you drink for for the evening. Uh, what's the problem, and how can we come to some kind of uh, amicable solution here? Um, so one of them steps forward. The other two kind of hang back, and their hands start to drift towards their short swords at their side. Sure they do. They don't draw them yet. They just kind of linger. Uh, I'm, I'm not looking for a fight, please. I just got into town. You can see that I've been riding uh, for, for many, many hours. And uh, we're all looking for, for some rest and some peace here tonight. So please, just l- tell me what's going on. Maybe I can even help solve the problem. Uh, why don't you give me a roll for that? We'll make this our first roll. Um, let me pull up the, pull everything up. Yeah, make me a roll. So you're going to roll two, two D eight. You're going to roll two eight sided dice, add your most relevant attribute modifier and your most relevant trait. So for this is definitely going to be charisma. Okay. And, um, so plus two, I'd probably call this righteous defender. I'd, I'd invoke your righteous defender skill or trait all right rolled 13 plus two for charisma and plus two for trait righteous defender 17 all right um the two the two hold it like sort of cradling their short swords kind of like calm down a little bit the one in the front his shoulder slumps and he kind of says he kind of says that's just the problem they won't give us any beer they know we don't have they don't we don't have the money but they're still insisting that they're a business, despite the fact that he throws his arm, and you see that like they're kind of the only ones in here. He says they ain't exactly they ain't exactly doing business for a business. So what's the harm in just giving us a drink? I mean, you know, things are bad enough around here. Yeah, I I hear you say things are bad, and I. Uh... And just just arriving here, I, I sense and see that what you're saying might be true. Do you care to uh, to expand just a little bit further? Why, why are uh, why are things so bad here in where Melodica? He um he kind of sits at a stool and he says he says you really haven't heard. We've been jeez okay um river dried up. We don't know what happened, but it's just gone. Uh, Ark pulls up a stool and, and sits down beside this man. And um, the the river dried up. That that uh, doesn't sound normal, nor does it sound good. Um, how, how long ago uh, did this take place? A uh, couple weeks, week or two tops, maybe three weeks. I don't know. Time kind of ran together once we didn't have like ships coming in. Kind of lost track of time a little bit. Um, yeah, just I, I, be bad enough, you know. The ship, everything drying up. If uh, if everybody was helping out, I would love to, if uh, if if possible, um, encourage our friendly bartender, if he would, to pass out some beers to these three men. It's just three men. The, the river's dried up. I agree. Uh, maybe they could even loosen up a little bit, talk, and we can, uh, I can get maybe a little bit more if they've got, uh, if they've got a beer in their hands. Uh, make me another check. You're going to want to get a, I'm going to call it, say, a 13 or better. And I'll say the same things. Yeah. Yep. With, with your, uh, I don't think I'm going to give you righteous defender here. Yeah. Definitely so I think not. it might just be your charisma. Yeah, well, uh, that one does not work. Uh, we're just sitting at a seven. Okay. Um, yeah. So uh, what <laughs> ends up? You have a you have a little bit of gold though. So if you want to buy them, if you want to buy them drinks, it'll be like three gold. Yeah. So so obviously I, I tried to talk the bartender in. He's not having it. So I uh, Ark takes a deep breath. It's not the uh, the first route that he wanted to go, but he is uh, a man of the people. Wants mm-hmm. to help out uh, anyone that is going through trouble. And uh, so he he reaches into his purse and pulls out a few coins and drops it on uh, drops it in front of the the bartender and says uh, one for each of these men. And uh, I, I I don't need anything for myself. Thank yeah. All right. So they, they start drinking and they loosen up a little bit. And as they start to loosen up, they start to get angry. Like they're angry drunks. <laughs> um, 
and they start like slamming their drinks down and being like, yeah, it'd be a lot easier if we were actually all in this together, but we're not all in this together. And that's the problem. Yeah. Is there anyone that is that is trying to bring people together? Is there anyone that is in charge? Is there anyone that is leading some kind of cause to trying to get to the bottom of this and figure out where the water's gone, how to get the water back, and how the, this little town can continue to survive and not just fall apart at, at the seams? And he, um, he leans forward and he says, do you know what the worst part is? The worst part is that the people in charge doing the exact opposite who are these people that are in charge at that moment uh there's another commotion happening outside and the 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 guy you've been speaking to just kind of gestures his hand and says see for yourself narc does he uh pushes up from his seat leaves the the men there and opens the door to the saloon looks out into the city streets uh there are two finely dressed officials in like church garb guarding the light um and they are there's somebody on a like carrying walking a cart right they've got a cart and a donkey and they're walking them and they have just cornered this 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 person they've cornered this old lady and they start like jabbing at the bags of like grain on the cart before before he acts because uh i mean he sees his uh, his his brothers there, so he he wants to believe that what they're doing is good. After all, it's for the guardian of light. And so, uh, bef- before any action and before getting himself involved, Ark would want to uh, take take a few steps forward. And uh, I, I'm assuming there's there's a few other people that are gathering around and watching this, or is it just these th- these few people there? You see a few people in windows, like kind of peering out, like yeah. they, but they're a little bit afraid to to come out. But they're definitely watching. Yeah. Eyes are on. Eyes are on the situation. If possible, Ark would want to move uh, just close enough so that he could overhear uh, any kind of conversation and or threats that that might be going on in this corner. As you move closer, you see uh, two more of these church officials walking over from a distance from the church itself. First note. Uh, The other thing is as you move closer, you definitely overhear them like... Starting and you see him start to like shake the cart a little bit and start to go for for these bags of grain and the old woman tries to like ward them off. And they uh they you start hearing them being like, everything is on ration. We don't have a river. We don't have income. We everyone needs to be rationing food. And it's looking like you're hoarding things. And the old lady's like, no, this is just. This is my, this is the harvest, like, this is the harvest. We've worked all year for this. You can't just take it. And they're starting to, like, grab at the bags. Okay, yeah, Ark is uh, definitely going to step in. Brothers, uh, (laughs) uh, I know you don't know me, uh, but as you can, as you can tell, I am, I am too, a guardian of the light and have just arrived in town to see that, uh, that you are experiencing a plight and would like to do what I can to to provide some assistance. Uh, basically, Ark is trying to take their attention away from the poor lady, at least for a moment, and uh, and talk to his his brothers sure. here. Sure, make me a roll for that. I'm yeah. gonna say you want uh, because you're a member of the church. I'm gonna put it at like an eleven, and you can add whatever uh, traits you want or whatever trait you want and your charisma. Let's see traits. Uh... You think we could, you think we, yeah, I think Righteous Defender, we'd do that one more time. Uh, yeah, for sure. Defending uh, his intentions to defend that lady to, yeah, so uh, we've got a roll of 10 plus two for charisma, another two, so that's 14 on the Okay, top. fabulous. You, um, yeah, they, um, they are kind of taken a bit aback. They're taken a bit aback when they see your, your church garb, right? They kind of, um... And they, they think when they see your church guard, they're going to, like, uh, they're going to think, they think that you're going to be on their side because they think that you've heard what they're saying and they kind of, like, assume. And then when you're not, they kind of, like, step back a little bit. And they're like, well, but, okay, look. And one of them steps forward and, like, puts on a smile, but it's kind of a fake smile. It's a little bit condescending. 
and says, look, friend, brother, you're not from around here. You don't really understand the scope of what's been happening and what we have, what we've been asked to do. What you've been asked to, to, to do, that doesn't, that doesn't sound, that doesn't sound right. What have you been asked to do? Who, who have you been asked by? Oh, we've been asked by the, the higher-ups of the church. I mean, we have to protect the entire town of Melodica. It's our duty to, 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 oh, to watch over this town. And with the river dried up, it is simply that... With the river dried up, it's... Well, it's simply desperate times have called for more desperate measures, and we've been rationing our food and water and, you know collecting goods into the church and distributing them as we see fairly like that's just that's what the situation calls for yes it sounds like you you have been doing a lot of watching over the town and that's all you've been doing watching as the water has dried up and it seems like there's been no solution multiple weeks now i hear uh, that that the water's been gone and there's been no solution just temporary temporary fixes what's what's the long-term What's the long-term solution, and where did the water go? Uh, and and now the other two, there's there's four of them all standing They've around arrived. you now. Okay. Yeah, and they they they're kind of standing around you. And now uh, the smile starts to fade, and his chest puffs out a little bit, and he says, he "says We're working on the larger scale issues, but at the moment they're a bit of a gravity issue. Right now we have to take care of more pressing concerns, like how we feed our town." Once we get those those immediate concerns sorted out, and once and he turns back to the lady, and once people stop hoarding, then we can figure out where the water went. Now, being that you are a member of the church, we'd love to have you help us. In fact, we in fact with the added manpower, we could maybe figure out where the water went. But first, and he turns back to the lady and all of the other like the other three all start to like move start to start to shift and move a little bit now we deal with the immediate concerns okay so there are there are four men from the the church of light that are here uh they are pressing in on this poor old lady with her bag of rice um yeah so so i am obviously not going to be able to take these men out that's that wouldn't even be my well not necessarily. You you kind of get the like. You feel the light in you, right? Like yeah, you you've got the you've got the you, but you can tell that these are these are scrubs. Yeah, fundamentally, like you could probably take them in a fight if you needed to. Well, the thing that the thing that angers me is that they are using the religion that I love and the faith and the church that I follow and that I've given my life to as. What seems to be a, a front for for their dubious activities, I, and so so yeah, so that's okay. That's gonna fuel a fire a fire within me, and um, yeah, and so Ark is, uh, you know, he he's not looking for a fight, and uh, it, it doesn't have to come to a fight, but he is going to place himself in between these four men and and the and the lady. So you position yourself in between the. Uh these these guys and this old woman you stand in between and uh i'm gonna ask you for a roll with your righteous defender and charisma but uh and if you succeed at it you can talk them out of like out of a physical confrontation if you don't there's going to have to be a fight right right the roll is going to be difficult it is going to require a 13 or better 13 or better 2d8 2d8 plus your charisma Plus your righteous defender trait. It's an eleven. All right. Um, yeah. <laughs> so the four, like the three of them, the old lady. You. The nice thing is that you've bought the old woman enough time to like get moving. The card is still here, but she's safe. You've 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 gotten her. You've gotten her safe. That's the important thing. Right. However, now there's there's four dudes, three of whom have cudgels, and one of whom seems to be reaching for a knife. Nice. <laughs> I, I i don't imagine i could be like at this point uh no no put that away <laughs> no i don't uh, think i think they've made their decision and this is going to end all of one way <laughs> sure it is uh 
Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, um, as, as he's reaching for his knife, knowing that it's heading that direction, thankfully the woman has been able to escape. Uh, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to reach under my robe and swiftly bring out mm-hmm. my holy short sword. And, and, and I'm just going to enter the fray and try to right. take out as many as I can as quickly as I can. All right. So the fight begins. Uh, the first thing I'm going to ask you to do is roll your fray dice. A fray dice represents, like, minor blows in the conflict. Because remember how I said, like, you've got the light, and you're the hero, and they're not? Right. You've got... You have a certain degree of ability to just take people out. The way I described it earlier was it's like Nameless Ninja in a Jackie Chan movie. Like, you're just gonna knock them out. Sure. So roll me that d6. Four. All right. Describe uh, how you take out, kill, knock out, whatever you want to do. Describe how you take out one of them, one of the three. We'll say the uh, one of the ones with one of the guys with the clubs runs at you. What do you do? Yeah. So uh, so Ark has Ark has brought out his holy short sword, and uh, it's in his in his right hand. As the 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 man with the club swings, Ark is able to dodge under that and uh, evade around behind the, the man that had just swung. And because he is, uh, that, that man is off balance with his swing, Ark is able to bring his knife around and down into the, the shoulder of the man that just attacked. Uh, I, I don't think it's instantly killing him, but it is. No, it, it, it takes him out of the fight, though. Yeah, it, definitely, he definitely, like, he's clutching the shoulder. Oh, yeah. He, well, he's, de- he's down to his knees, and he's, he's not engaging in any more of the battle. He, right. Okay, so now, uh, go ahead and make an attack roll. So that's going to be a 20-sided dice. That's going to be a d20, plus your attack modifier, which is 1, minus your strength, which is 1. So it's just going to be a flat d20. Is strength 1, or is it negative 1? Negative 1. <laughs> okay, yeah. So, so you're going to roll flat d20. D- yeah, flat d20. You want to get a 12 or better. All right. Well, <laughs> four. Okay. So um, what happens is is the one with the knife starts like doing some knife combat at you, like throwing big swipes, and you're dodging out of the way, but but it keeps you from being able to take to like make a more decisive attack. Then the other three, the other two with club, like the then now I'm gonna roll for their attack. Um. All right, one of them, uh, the guy with the knife, catches you. Take one damage as he, like, slashes across your chest and, like, it's a it's a shallow wound, but there's, like, a cut across your chest. Yeah, down to six. And it is your turn again. So roll that d6 uh, fray dice. All right, uh, single d6 for three. Okay, um, describe how you take out another one. All right, so uh, he's open. Uh, I've got an open wound now. It's relatively small, but but it but it stings, uh, mm-hmm. which uh, infuriates me all the more. And uh, so as as one man is uh, is down on his knees from the the earlier stab, and and the other has just attacked me. I think the one that attacked me, or no no, I'm I'm going to swing past the one that has attacked me uh, to one of his friends unexpectedly, uh, bringing the knife up into his gut and uh, and then pulling it out as I'm with my uh, free hand pushing his head down towards the ground so that he is incapac- incapacitated as well. Fabulous. And now roll me an attack roll as you, uh, actually before you do that, I have to roll, make a roll for the other two. Um, so the third, the third one with the club, the third guy with the club sees this, drops his club and bails. Turn tails and, turns tail and run. Nice. Uh, so make me an attack roll, so a d20. Uh, against the final guy, the guy with the knife. He's a little bit stronger than the others, so you won't be able to use your fray dice anymore in this fight since it's only the two of you. Okay, so there's only me and one other guy left, correct? Yeah, now the guy with the knife, the guy that was leading this whole thing. All right, so D20, and uh, it's just a wash with any modifiers, so a 12. Okay, uh, that does hit. So roll me your damage, which is D6. Four. Okay, you... um. 
You don't take him down, but describe to me how you mess him up. Yeah, so uh, last one standing there, and um, before before I attack, I, I think I uh, fling my knife so that any leftover blood you know, splatters uh, against the, the cobblestone, and uh, then aggressively charge this, this man. And uh, I, I want to, uh, so my aim is to uh, incapacitate him, not kill him, but I would love to leave him alive since he's the final one for some kind of uh, questioning. I, I want to sure. get to the bottom of this, but uh, so uh, in my attempt, I, I'm wanting to maim him. So I'm coming again at, at the gut, uh, mm-hmm. but a, a little off balance. And so it's more so at the side uh, right. that, that, the, that the blade is, is slicing yeah, through. You get him with a real flesh wound along the side, like along, along the side of his torso. Yeah. And he's going to, and he, um he brings the knife he tries to bring the knife to your throat as you do that, almost like trying to follow through on your momentum. And he doesn't—he doesn't quite get it, but he does slash along your cheek. He gets you that real good, that real good, good anime cut. Yeah, along the a, cheek. a scar that is uh, is going to make me look really cool in a couple weeks. Right. Yeah. So take another damage for that, and then make your attack roll. Oh, my health. All right. Um, so I'm down to five HP and my attack roll would be, is that another, is a D20? D20, yeah. Okay. 10. All right. He, stay, he stays in, like he, this guy is more of a trained fighter than yes, the others. Yes, he is. You're slashing and he's ducking and weaving. And every, it, he's definitely playing off of your momentum because he keeps catching you as you miss. So he, he drives the knife into your shoulder. Take two more damage. <laughs> okay. Keep rolling 19s is the thing on my attacks. Really? Yeah, this dude's not playing. Uh, I'm going <laughs> At least I saved the lady, but I'm going down. All right. Uh, am I attacking again? Or can yeah. I attack again? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. It is your attack. Come on. You want to get a 12 or better? I get a 20. Natural Perfect. 20. You take him down. <laughs> you 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 maim him. He goes down. You cut his hand off, Star Wars style. Yes, the hand yes. just goes. Like you and and he is he is he is holding it and um, he's like gritting his teeth. He's not screaming in that in that real like toxic masculinity way where he's like I'm gonna grit through the pain. Right. But you can tell he's like given up the fight. Right. He sits. He kind of sits back and he's just looking at his hand. And he's like. What do you what do you what do you want? Why? Why would you do this to your own to your own brethren? I think you cut yourself out of the fold as soon as you began to mistreat those that were less fortunate than you. Uh, I, I came in and this lady was in dire need, had done nothing wrong, and was being aggressed by you and your cronies. And so I was here. As a, as a servant of the Church of Light to stop exactly that. So you tell me, why are you here and what are you doing? <laughs> as he starts to fade out, he's laughing. He says, you don't even know the half of it. And um, he loses consciousness. <sighs> he goes down. Um should have just cut off his head. Yeah, it probably wouldn't have been a bad idea. Um, he said, "Yeah, he says you don't even know the half of it." Oh, and he goes, and he and he and he goes goes down. Um, people start clapping. They're pretty happy to see to see these to see these church guys get messed up a little bit. No, you get the sense that this is not the first time that they have harassed people. The yeah. three the three guys the three uh, toughs from the bar come out. And like lean on posts and kind of look at you and like give you a like a knowing nod, and they gesture for you back in the saloon. Yeah, and uh, so definitely going to well, 
first going to obviously bend down and use uh, the 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 man the handless man's robes to wipe off uh, my my knife before sure 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 before resheathing and then uh, we'll we'll follow those those uh, my friends <laughs> back into the bar. I mean, after all, I did I did buy them some beer. So yeah, yeah, they're friendly with you now. Um, the the one that you were speaking to earlier extends a hand. And he says, "Name's Redgrave." Redgrave. Well, obviously, take the hand and uh, and shake back. Redgrave. Uh, my name is Ark, and I would typically introduce myself as a member of the Church of Light, but I, I have a feeling that that's that's not going to be too too accepted here. He um, he shakes and he says, "Pleasure to meet you," and he he gestures you back inside the bar, and he leans forward and he says, "So." I gotta warn you, as a courtesy, you bought me a drink, let me get you something, a word of warning. That one that ran off is gonna go get help. Whatever your next plan is, whatever you, whatever your end goal is, you're gonna wanna do it quick, because there's gonna be a gang looking for you. And like, I know that it's a church, but I'm really, it's a gang. Like, so you're gonna, we can probably protect you a little bit, you know, we can help out, we're friends, but... Yeah. So okay. So Redgrave. Yeah. Redgrave. Uh, has the church here always always been more of of a gang and less of a well less of a church? They they've never been they've never been great. But uh, the last couple weeks since the river since the river, they've been a whole lot worse. They've been. Uh, a lot more confident. You know, they always, like, collected donations and things, all that kind of stuff. But in the last few weeks, that kind of became less of a request and more of a demand. Almost like... I don't know, almost like they wanted it to happen. I don't know. That sounds crazy, right? Like, it sounds crazy to want the river to go away, but... Gave them a lot more confidence to hurt people. Yeah, it sounds sounds quite unbelievable. Um, Redgrave, would... Would you and, and your friends be willing and, and be able, uh, in whatever way uh, that you deem necessary, to uh, entertain uh, these these church members uh, as and when they arrive? I, I I would like to have a visit of myself to the church, but don't need uh, but don't need all all, all of uh, all of these other church members around to mm, slow down or, or stop uh, my investigation. Well, my friend, I, uh, I think we can probably wrangle up something. And, um, he takes a swig of beer and he smashes the, the, the glat, like the flagon to the ground. And the bartender's like, come on! And he kind of nods, like, gives a knowing smile. And the bartender's like, yeah, all right. And so they start, they head out and they just start smashing stuff up a little bit. Like they... Are just kind of being ruffians, sure, just they knocking are. stuff over, making sure to get the attention of anybody that might be coming this way. Yeah, uh, Redgrave throws you a wink as they as they start like causing a scene. Uh, so I will say you are free to like head into the church if that's what you're if that's what you want to do. You can check out the river a little bit. You're free, you're pretty much free because these guys are going to cause a distraction. Wonderful. Well, I, I make a mental note that uh, if I'm able to, I'd love to buy another beer for that man before before I leave town. You're probably uh, also going to have to buy a new flag. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, all right. So so I, I think my my goal here, I, obviously something <laughs> something's afoot, and and, and there, there's parts of me through through what's going on uh, that, that's either leading me to believe that the church here, that the local church here, had its hands in the disappearing of the water. Either that, or that they are taking advantage of that for their own good and gain. Either way, I, I would like to figure out what's going on. And so, I think my my best bet would be I'm not just going to walk through the front doors of the church, but I would like to find some side of side, back, or cellar entrance that that would allow me to to get in unnoticed. Uh, I'm going to ask for a roll for that. This is going to be a dexterity roll. You find like a cellar door, so the roll is not to get into the church, but the roll is to. Get your way, like, sneak around 
and make sure you're unnoticed before you get to, um, you know that there's like a, a high priest's office or chamber, right? Yeah. So to find that without being spotted is going to take a roll of, I'll say 11. Okay. And, um, so that's going to be a 2d8. Yeah. And, uh, you're talking dexterity. Yep. Okay. And any traits, uh, I could see wanderer. Yeah, wanderer. I could see that. Let me th- let me throw this out, and I know it's it, it might be uh, gaming it just a little bit, but being that I am a student of religion, and and all and, and all of these churches in each of the each of the city, all of these parishes are uh, similar in in layout. Uh, there, there's some differences here and there aesthetically, but there's. Uh, like like you said, I, I know that there is there's a primary chamber. I, I know that there's a library. I know that there's sure. certain things. Could could I could I use student of religion to? Well, I I would hundred percent buy that. I think that's a fantastic justification for the trait. Yeah. So give me give me two d eight plus two. All right. So that's that's eleven. Perfect on the dot. Wow. Um. So what happens is there's a few close calls, right? Like there's a few times where you hear people walking by. And you have to, like, hot, like, Metal Gear Solid it where you're, like, up against the wall. But then, like, they're hearing the commotion outside, so they're running out. And, like, at one point, you feel like you're about to get caught when people are walking. And then the guy with the club bursts in. He's like, hey, we got to get going. And everybody leaves. Yeah. You make it into the, the high priest's chamber. Old guy, you know, white hair, oh, real yeah. nicely, real nice side part. I'm thinking, like, um... I don't know the actor's name, so I'm so I can't quite go with the reference beyond the guy that played the master in that one episode of Doctor Who before he turned into the young guy master. Nice. <laughs> we can even just go with like, yeah, like a guy that looks like he would be on Doctor Who. A Doctor Who looking dude. Yes. Is like filing through papers and he kind of like looks up at you and he's very confused because he doesn't recognize you. Yeah. Uh, well, I've been noticed, so uh, n- I'm not trying to hide any longer. I step out of out of the shadow and, uh, <sighs> Father, I, uh, I, I, I'm not from here, as you can tell. Um, the name is Ark, and from the Church of Light, different different town than than yours. But uh, I was passing by and uh, couldn't help but notice that. That you don't have any water in your river. And he, um, I'm going to ask for a roll in a moment, because what happens is he starts, you, he starts playing up the, the fragile old man a little bit. Uh-huh. He kind of, like, slouches over a little bit. He slunches over, he, uh... He he starts like shaking his hands as he's like, "Yes, yes, I um we must uh it is it is a a tragedy. We don't know the cause, but it has it has been most most uh unfortunate. Drastic measures have had to be taken. We are so happy to have some additional uh manpower, so to speak. Someone some an additional agent of the faith that we might continue to protect our town in these dire times." Yeah, so I would love to see if I could see right through that facade. Yeah, make me that. Make me a roll with a charisma. Yeah, I'll call that. I think I call that charisma, and um, I might add student of religion to that as well. Okay. So we've got a twelve. Okay. Uh, in fact, I'm also going to roll. Make this a proper opposed roll. Let's roll it smaller, please. Smaller would be good. <laughs> Okay, um, you see right through it, but, like, you're not able to get any additional information out of him because I also rolled a 12. Mm. Okay. So, like, you know these bluffing, yeah. but you don't know why. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm still gonna, I'm still gonna call him out on that. Uh, Father, you don't have to put on a front or a pretense for me. I... Uh, that, 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 I'm, uh, I'm not going to buy that. I, I'm here to to find out what's going on with the city and to provide 
the help and the aid that, that many people here in your town so desperately need. It looks like no one else is doing it. And so I'm here to, to get to the bottom of this and to provide some kind of help. He drops the act as he leans forward and he says, Look, I'm not lying to you when I say we don't know what caused it. I'm not. We don't have any idea. We could go upriver and find out, but... Frankly speaking, I'm not really interested in losing and sending... And sending my, my, my boys to go investigate because... And he smiles and leans in a little bit. Because frankly, we've got a pretty good deal at this point. I see. Yeah. So, huh. well, uh, father, or, you know, I, I should stop calling you father because what it looks like to me is that, uh, th- that you and your boys, as you like to call them, are intruders and imposters. And the Church of Light does not stand for such things. Uh, I, I, would, I would, I'd probably try to preemptively, um, take this, I, I, what I don't want him doing is screaming for his boys. I know most sure. of them are outside, uh, sure, you know, sure, sure. taking care of the, of the village, but I would like to try to, um, you know, either, uh, knock him out. I, I would like to do something that, that would dampen his voice so that he is not able to call out and get help. I, I don't, I don't need to get into another fight again. I'm already wounded as it is. Uh, I'm going to ask for a skill roll for that. I don't think I'm going to make it a full attack because you can take him out no matter. He's going to go down. He's a, an old man. Yeah. Not um, as fragile as he'd like to put. Off. Yeah. So make me a skill roll. Um, for this, I'd probably call it dexterity because you're trying to be quick and quiet about it. And if there's a trait you want to apply to it, go ahead. Yeah, outside of righteous defender. Yeah, righteous defender. I, think, I, I, I was thinking righteous defender might just. I could justify. It. I, I could. I could feel a justification for that. Oh yeah. I mean, if if nothing else, this is. Uh, so if there's one thing that that Ark cares about more than the broke, the you know the downtrodden, the the sick and the lowly, it's that. Uh, that his church, uh, the Church of Light, continues to um, cast out its help and its good name, and when that's when, when that's tainted by these barbarians, by these uh, thieves, whatever they are, then uh, then that's definitely something that's going to bring up some righteous indignation within this man. So yeah, so uh, we've got twelve then. All right, yeah, um, that is a success. You, um, yeah, you punch him in the face. He goes down. <laughs> yeah, so Do you say I, something quippy before you hit him? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I definitely do. <laughs> so I, I'm thinking something with, I mean, we're going with, uh, the, the name of the church is Church of the Light, right? So lights yeah. out, something along lights those out. lines, right? Lights out is good. Lights <laughs> out, you punch him in the face, goes down. Um, Just punch this old man in the face. Yeah. So you've so so the church is you know you might have to like send out a letter to get some other church officials that come out to Melodica, but the church is taken care of. There's still the issue of the water though. Right. You know that something upstream is blocking is 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 taking the water. Right. So so. Uh, and just one step back. So after I punch this man, I apologize right away. I'm, he, here's the thing. Ark is not, he doesn't just want to go around and, you know, flay everybody that comes his direction. But uh, but he is going to stand up for what is, is right, especially uh, if he can protect those that are, that are down. So um, definitely does that. And we've got to get some new people to come in. But uh, yeah, I think Ark is going to make his way up the river if he's able to. And, you know, Jeff, this is completely on you. I, I I would love it if you, I don't know if we, if we can do this. I'd love it if, if Ark would be able to recruit those three, those three uh, bar fighters to, to be able to at least come with them and provide some kind of aid or support. Um, you, you try to, like you, you would, you know, you, you head out, but like you look and now there's a fist fight happening. Sure. Like there's a three on six brawl and your friends are capably handling it, but you get the sense if you were to try to like recruit them, then you would have to deal with these 
this mob. Yeah. Well, so I think you're on your own for the river. Definitely. Uh, can can I um, not steal? I'd never steal. Could I? Could I borrow one of the one of the horses that are affixed to the church and uh, be able to get me up up the river faster? Of course. Um, you're able. You. Um, it's not really stealing. It's you're part of the church and you've <laughs> reclaimed. You've reclaimed this from those that were using the church uh, to harm people. So yeah, it's not. You 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 take a horse. You grab a healing potion and recover the damage that you took in the previous fight, and you head up river. the 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 water or the ground is like dry and cracked. It is that old like dried up riverbed. You're moving along it. You move about a mile. You go about a mile up the river. And then you see water. You see water. It's not on the ground. But you see water. An orb of it. Swirling in the air. An entire river's worth of water. Just swirling. Swirling or swirling and swirling. A huge, perfect, perfect symmetrical orb. Like a perfectly dimensioned orb. Yeah. It's beautiful. It is, in its own terrifying kind of way. Sure, it shouldn't be there. <laughs> As you move closer, um, you step off of your horse, because the horse has stopped moving. The horse is not going any closer. Yeah. You hop off, you move a little closer, and I'm going to ask for a roll. Uh, dexterity, uh, probably add Wanderer, because this is sort of a, a survivalist-type roll. You get the sense that you might be seen by something. Roll to avoid that. Or if you have another plan, but you think something might be taking notice of you. Yeah, no. Um, so I, I rolled a 2d8, got a 4, and even if I add Wanderer, that's a 5. So I think I'm going to be seen. <laughs> All right. In a flash, from the wa- for, from this orb of water, suddenly a bunch of it, like, crashes down. And the river, like, part of the, like, the river starts slightly flowing. And the water turns to mud as two boulders are hurled at you with like supernatural force we're talking about the large boulders yeah about the size of like medicine balls so pretty big okay. not like crush you big right. two damage big two da- ouch <laughs> like, so straight what, away <laughs> one of them hits you one of them hits you head on and just knocks you to the ground and take two damage okay suddenly the water begins like shifting and twisting and there are so there are rocks being lifted up and you watch in time as the water and the river starts to take the shape of a winged woman, almost like a Valkyrie, like armor, shield, big, big wings. Right. You can make a roll. Actually, you don't even need to roll. This is something that you, as a student of religion, know. You are staring down a forest keeper. A spirit of immense power that embodies the wants and hungers and marvels of the forest. Yeah. It is quite literally the forest given flesh. So, Jeff, being a cleric, I've, I've got a, a spell that, that we selected pre-game yes. called uh, the, the Mean of Stern Wisdom, in which I can cast it once and appear much more impressive to those around him. So would would that even work against a creature of this caliber? Yes, I think it would, absolutely. Okay. Um you 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 do it and suddenly you stand you you suddenly you climb to your feet and you feel you feel on equal ground with this you feel equal, on equal ground with her, right? Nice. She's she's staring you down. And suddenly you don't feel like you are staring down this marvelous being of the forest. You feel like you're staring down an equal. Like that's the sort of power that, that the, the, mean, the mean of certain wisdom has given you. She stares at you for a long time. And the wind begins to howl. And as it whist- whistles through the trees, you hear. Did the High Father send you? The High Father is the name for the High Priest, I should specify. Yeah. Keeper. I am, I'm here on behalf of the church of the light, the true church of the light. I I mean no harm. I mean no foul. I'm coming not to attack or aggress, but to learn and if possible, to serve a need. 
she um make uh make me a roll. You're gonna add two to that for your your mean of stern wisdom. Uh, you're going to add two. Uh, actually, you don't actually need to make a roll because I realize the number you're gonna need to beat is an eight. I didn't roll very well. Well, that's good. And you're gonna get that automatically, so you're good. So this is what I mean by you're staring down an equal. Is like yeah. the power that you have is just already getting through to her. You say that. And she stands, and the water is now swirling around the both of you. You're now both in this orb of river. And she points one finger at you. And sea breeze starts to enter in your nostrils. And you close your eyes, and suddenly you are watching scene after scene of petty cruelty. As these, as this gang of corrupted uh, stewards have hunted like have hunted and have hunted f- sport without conscience they have they have uh, like litter you know you get scenes of them littering and just being cruel to the forest right yeah, yeah. and like being cruel to the people in the town and then you hear the wind howl again. If the Church of the Light remains within my forest, I shall take my I shall take my river and sit and wait. I have an eternity. They have lifespans. I think at this point, I mean, so the magic is still uh, fueling, yeah. fueling Ark. But at the same time, I think he, from seeing those visions, he is emotionally moved. A, a tear has visibly escaped his eye. Um, lips e- e- even even quivering. Um, keeper, this is not the true church of the light what you have seen what you have witnessed and what has been done against you has been done in the name of some other before coming here i stopped that other and now i am here to right what has been done wrong and will stay here as head of this church until your forest has been reclaimed by you and until these people have been treated once again the correct way. Well, what happens is two things. One, um, you hear, you hear, you smell like sweets. You hear like sweet things from... Where you know to be off of the riverbed, right? Like, you know to be into the grass. And you see out of the corner of your eye, the horse just calmly trots off of the riverbed. The forest keeper smiles and says, I didn't want to harm, I didn't want to harm her. She didn't need to be in the riverbed for this. And the water drops, flowing freely and violently downstream. It is a little bit chaotic as water's crashing and rocks are falling into place. It is just hurtling downstream. And you are thrown from a wave onto the banks near your horse. The river's flowing again. But briefly, in a splash of water, you see her gait, like you see her face form one more time. And you hear that wind one last time. A deal is a deal. And I always... I believe that a promise must be kept forever. We'll be seeing each other. And the river returns to normal. What do you do now? I think... It takes multiple minutes to um, regain composure. Uh... Water is obviously pouring from from my head and out of my mouth, coughing up uh, before I get some kind of control and composure. And um, 
And then, yeah, and then with one last look to, to the river, um, believing that, that the keeper can see me, I, I, I mimic her final words and say that a promise is a promise. And I get on my horse, trot slowly, I'm not in a rush, back to town. My goal, uh, once arriving there, to help uh, the, uh, the townspeople um, clean up any of the gang that is left over and uh, then, uh, you know, I don't know how far I, I go here, but then contact the church at large to, sure. send, uh, to send other representatives in. And yeah, I, I'm going to, going to hold to my promise and, and mm. attempt to lead this church and sure. this city uh, back, to, back to its full strength, uh, making sure to once again uh, buy some, some additional beer for, for these three. Sure. Men. You actually get to town. And uh, the fight's been taken. The fight's over. Um, you get we get that great shot of Redgrave just giving that last punch to one of the to one of the guys. Yeah. He's now like holding him by the scruff of his shirt as you ride up. What do you say to them as and to the crowd? A crowd has properly gathered. They're not just watching out of their windows because like they're actually watching. There's, like there's an actual crowd here. What do you say to them? And what do you yeah. say to Redgrave, like, when you first arrive? Yeah. I think I speak to, well, I, I do nod and recognize Redgrave and with a smile. I mean, this guy is quickly becoming more than just uh, a saloon acquaintance, but quickly what could potentially be a long friendship. And mm-hmm. uh, still sitting sitting on top of the horse, I, I speak loudly to, to the townspeople, everyone that's watching from the windows, everyone that's standing in the streets. What you have witnessed from the Church of the Light uh, has been a complete bastardization of what we stand for, of what we believe. We are for the broken. We are for the poor. We are for the widow and the orphan. And that is what we will be from this day forward. I will lead this church and this city back to the greatness that it once was, and I will do so if you will accept <laughs> Redgrave. I will do so with your help. The water has returned, and the city is free of this gang. The crowd starts running to the water. Uh, Redgrave gives one last punch to this guy and like rips his tunic so that he's just got the, 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 he's just got the insignia of the Guardians of the Light. And he looks at it and he says, Hey, uh, don't expect me a Bible study, but, uh, I think I could get used to this kind of thing. Yes. And he extends a handshake. And we get that great shot of the, we get that great handshake shot. And that's game. Beautiful. That was really fun. Hey, that was, that was for me a great first experience at, at this and a really good game and an incredible story, Jeff. Loved I thought it. it was really great. I was really happy with it. Uh, see, it was fun. I loved it. It was real good. Dustin, thank you so much for coming on Party of One. Yeah, absolutely. It's been, been my pleasure completely. Uh, so real quick, where can people find your work online? Yeah, so uh, you can check us out at ngppodcast.com. That stands for New Game Plus, ngppodcast.com. Or you could just simply search for New Game Plus on uh, any of your podcast provider of your choice. And uh, then follow us at ngppodcast on Twitter, on Facebook, any social media. And uh, yeah, we'd love for for you to check out, especially the episode that we just did with Jeff. Uh, It's a great one. So just look up uh, New Game Plus, find the Marvel versus Capcom episode and uh you can check out uh yeah your host uh joining us on the show awesome 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 i'm gonna throw it over to me in the future wait let me do that again thank you so much for coming on party of one this was amazing this was a super fun game and i'm gonna throw it over to me in the future so that he can wrap up with the show take a future me Thanks, past me, and thanks again to Dustin for coming on to the show. That game was so much fun. I really loved it. Be sure to check out the New Games Plus podcast at soundcloud.com slash ngppodcast, and follow them on Twitter at ngppodcast. 
Then while you're on Twitter, you can follow this show at Party of One Pod, like the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash partyofonepodcast. Or if you really enjoyed the show, consider giving us a nice iTunes review, social media shout out, or word of mouth recommendation. All of those things help new listeners find the show, which helps us achieve bigger, better, and cooler things. If you'd like to hear more from me, consider checking out All My Fantasy Children, the podcast in which Aaron Catano, Saez, and I take your listener prompts and turn them into beautiful, thriving, vibrant role-playing game characters. That can be found at allmyfantasychildren.lipson.com. As I mentioned at the top of the episode, consider backing us on Patreon at patreon.com slash partyofonepodcast. As I mentioned at the top of the episode, hope to see you at Gen Con next weekend. It's going to be great. At me. Facebook me. Message me. We'll meet up. It's going to be awesome. Party of One is produced and edited by Jeff Stormer and Jen Frank. All music for the show comes from the song Infinite Lives by Megaran featuring the D&D Sluggers. If you'd like to inquire about advertising rates coming onto the show or you want to meet up at Gen Con and get a coffee and a soda or something, you can email me at partyofonepodcast at gmail.com. That's it for me. Until next time, thank you so much for listening. Remember to fight the forces of fascism every single day. And party on. Never gonna die.